Welcome to Don't Wait to Write with Amber Petty. Today, we're learning a little something. So, it's happening. Twitter is, I mean, honestly, it's going worse than I thought, and I had very low expectations to begin with. But now that Elon Musk is sending Twitter straight into the trash, what the hell are you supposed to do? Many writers have their main social media platform on Twitter because it's the writer-friendliest platform of all. And though Twitter hasn't been great for quite a while now, it is definitely getting much worse. So there are a number of writers worried about what to do because those audiences they have could disappear in a moment. You know, because Elon decides that everybody's going to pay a dollar per tweet, or maybe he'll just ask for a Twitter tax to be paid directly to him as we hail him as the god he thinks he is. I don't know what his business plans are uh, from this point forward, but I imagine the ideas aren't uh, that much worse than what I've just said. So then what do you do if most of your audience is on Twitter? Now, this actually applies no matter where you have an audience or if you don't have an audience at all. But I'm going to give the same advice to everybody. And my advice is, start getting email addresses. Now, I don't mean just say, hey, what's your email? Let's be friends. Uh, That'd probably come off strange. But you want to find a way to collect people's email addresses. The easiest way to do that is by starting a newsletter. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about some simple things to start your own newsletter and give you some options of ways to learn more. So why do you need people's emails? It can seem really antiquated, right? You know, collecting email addresses. And, you know, a lot more people seem happy to scroll social media than they do spending time in their inbox. But email is a part of something we all have to use every single day. And it's not going anywhere. So when you get somebody's email address, you don't have to worry if a billionaire decides to piss his money away to ruin something that was helpful to a lot of people. He can do that all the live long day. You will still have your email addresses. One of the easiest ways is starting a newsletter. You can use Substack. You can use ConvertKit. You can use MailChimp if you want, though I don't really recommend MailChimp. But anything that collects people's email addresses and allows you to email a whole bunch of people at once. When you have this, then if an algorithm changes or something else goes wrong, you will always have a way to talk to your audience. And you can still be on social media, but every once in a while, tell them about your newsletter so they can sign up and join you over there where you know the conversation can keep going no matter what else is going on in the world. Once you have a newsletter, it's a really good way to keep in touch and show off your writing, show off your voice, eventually maybe sell things that you wrote or created, but you have a more captivated audience. When somebody looks at your stuff on Twitter, they're spending, you know, two to five seconds on it, most of the time, if that. With a newsletter, They may click on it and click away quickly, but there are people that will read every single word. 
I started my newsletter about two years ago, and I've had people, this one uh, super sweet woman saw that I wrote something about Eurovision, talked about how she was so excited about Eurovision, and she's like, come to Liverpool where they're doing it next year. I'll help you find a place to stay. You should come out here. My point is like a random stranger feels like they know me enough, they would offer to help me out in a foreign country. I'm not saying you're going to start a newsletter just to get great places to go couch hopping. And I would not stay at anybody's house from my newsletter unless I knew them (laughs) for everybody listening. Just that request is never going to come from me. But you just get to interact with people that become your fans in a much more exciting way. It doesn't feel transactional and it doesn't feel fleeting like all of social media does. When you write something in a newsletter you can still use it. You could use it for social media posts. You could use it to inspire a book you want to write. If something you wrote got a huge response from your newsletter, you could pitch something similar to a publication. Have it go there and maybe it gets huge. There's just a lot you can end up doing with the newsletter that you can't do on social media and that you might literally not be able to do anything on Twitter for very much longer. So that's why it's great to kind of grab those people now. Now, how do you get people from Twitter onto your email list? Well, the first point of attack is just ask. Say, hey, I'm starting a newsletter. Why don't you sign up? It's free. Just ask. Is that going to bring in a billion people? No, but it's going to bring in a few, and that's going to be helpful. Also, see if your newsletter can offer something clear. So when you say, hey, keep following me over at my newsletter, some people aren't going to do it because they don't interact with you very much on social media and don't want to have that sort of deeper relationship that email brings. But if you say, hey, I'm going to be doing movie reviews every week. I'm doing song recommendations. I'm giving tips about something specific. Simply making your newsletter specific will bring in a lot more people because now they're not signing up for your newsletter just to enjoy your company further, although that's why some will sign up. They're doing it because they get a direct benefit from following you. So if you can offer something specific, that's going to bring in a whole bunch more people. Also, don't be afraid to tweet about this a lot. As you know, just because you tweet something doesn't mean everybody that follows you sees it. Half the time, a tiny percentage of them does. So find different ways to talk about what you're offering. You can talk about what you're going to talk about in the next newsletter. You could give a recommendation in advance. You could say something totally crazy and dumb and then say, hey, sign up for my newsletter also. Whatever you want to do. By talking about your newsletter and its benefits as a whole, that's going to give people more reasons to want to sign up. And it also saves you from having to feel like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Say sign up for my newsletter again today? Boo, I'm bored of myself. It saves you from having to deal with that. So don't be afraid to tweet multiple times. Don't be afraid to think about different ways to talk about it. And the more you make it fun or at least semi-fun, then this marketing piece of things won't feel like such a miserable chore. 
Now, if you want to hear more about starting your own newsletter, I just happen to be doing a free workshop on it. Who knew? Who could have known this would lead to something? So I'm doing a free workshop called Your Substack Won't Make Money and Why You Should Start One Anyway. Because that's true, your Substack isn't going to make money right away, unless you're already famous. And if you are already famous, please email me. I want to know what famous person is listening. How exciting. I'm also just as excited for all the non-famous people like me that are out there as well. Thank all of you for listening. Anyway, it's about starting a newsletter, how to do it, some of the quick ways to get set up so you could set up your newsletter in a day and you'll get some information on how to market it and build up your audience over time. Because though your Substack won't make money right away, doesn't mean it doesn't make money. It can absolutely pay off. I got 2,000 followers in my first year of my newsletter and that was with under $500 of ads. And today in year two, I have 7,000. So I've done this before and I'll share a little bit of my story in growing my own newsletter. So if you'd like to come to that, it is on Tuesday, November 15th at 10 a.m. Pacific. That's 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, and 6 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time. If you want to sign up for that, it's totally free. There also will be a recording if you want to catch it later or you can't be there live. You can find that at amberpetty.com slash classes. Thanks so much for listening. Hopefully, I'll see you on Tuesday. And until then, I can't wait to see what you write.